The Dark Art Society podcast covers a variety of important and contemporary issues, including dark art, as well as other kinds of art, literature, film, music, also culture, philosophy, dreams, paranormal experiences, magic, and a whole lot more than that. I'm Mike Carell, director of Chet's Art, I Like to Paint Monsters, and you are listening to the Dark Art Society podcast, hosted by renowned artist Chet Zar. What's up, Mike? Hey, Chet, how are you? Oh, I'm about to sneeze. You're going to sneeze again right away, right when we start this? <sighs> Is that really how you're going to start it? I guess no, not, maybe are not. You, are, you, are you having allergies? Or are you, I don't know. I'm not an allergy right? kind of guy normally, but nope. um, it's just something maybe went up my nose. Cause I just sneezed. Like dog hair? Like, yeah. By any, one of those 5,000 dogs you have. Roaming yeah, it could be. Could domicile. be. It could be a dog hair. It could be any number of things. <laughs> <laughs> so how, how, how was your weekend <clears throat> that we did, well, that we just talked about on the <laughs> pre-roll? <laughs> yeah, we did just talk about it on the pre-roll for patrons. Um, no, I mean, actually, I think all in all, I would just say that my weekend was really good. I needed kind of like, a, you know, a mental health vacation. And that's ultimately what, what, it resolved into being physically, emotionally, spiritually, and otherwise. So it was productive and I'm on my game and I'm feeling, you know, tight and clean and clear. So that's good. Nice. So it was a good weekend, you know, and I, th- and I, I think that you had a, a nice weekend too, because you took the kids to the carnival, right? Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. Grandkids. Let me grand stipulate. Kids, the grandkids. Yes. We took them to the carnival and um, did the Ferris wheel and all that shit. It was fun. Yeah, I never get out of the house, so <clears throat> the kids make you get out of the house. Did is... you see anything inspiring for your painting paintings while you were at the carnival? Carnivals inspire me artistically, that's why I uh, I met this kid who's totally like this trippy genius kid that was carrying a Geiger counter. I thought oh, yeah? I was like, That looks like a Geiger counter. What the hell is a kid? He was like a fourteen year old, you know, like nerdy science kid, but long hair so i was like i first saw him because it's like hey a little a uh, 14 year old kid with long hair cool and then i saw he had a geiger counter and then i was like what do you what is that <laughs> and he's like it's a geiger counter and then he started explaining to me all about geiger counters and how it's uh. it's like a low level radiation geiger counter and he's like he knew everything about radiation and he was telling me about this he bought it on ebay and he bought this radiation suit and and Wow! In, can you not, say can you say special interest? <laughs> yeah, right. He was he was cool. So we we chatted a little bit, and then uh, I saw this dog, uh, Chihuahua with no teeth, so its tongue was hanging out. That was kind of inspiring. I posted that on Facebook. Yeah, that was cool. So yeah, it was a, just a good good time. Good time. Good weekend. Yeah. yeah. Did you do any painting? What you paint on? Uh, not really. I'm supposed to be painting for the Switzerland show, but I had to finish these sculptures first and I finished those. Thank God. So, um, sculptures for what, uh, ones for a, it's like a little Yoda head for, it was a commission mm. and, and, um, that I got paid for a long time ago. And now it's the person's birthday. Who's, who's getting the Yoda head. And then, uh, so I have to get that done. And then the other is a rabbit skull for a, a painting. Uh, what painting is it for? I don't know. Is that a rabbit skull? Yeah, it's a rabbit skull. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. But I had to get, I have to get those to Lee to get to mold it. Lee Shamel. Right. So I had to get them today. Cause you know, I got a mail by a certain date. And 
blah blah boring stuff so, so no painting just sculpting no but i'm gonna manufacturing start, yes and i'm gonna start back on the uh the, pa the paintings for the switzerland show today nice and that but we should get on with Introduce this our guest yeah get get off the boring <laughs> stuff and get on to the interesting stuff which is yeah we have we have the incredible dave mcdowell here today and i've been dave i gotta say i've been mentioning you since we started this i might yeah. have even mentioned to you like on the within the first three episodes where i was like mm -hmm. ah, i got it we gotta have dave mcdowell on here i yeah. love dave mcdowell mike has mentioned so you more like, than any other artist i think for about yeah, getting you on the sure. podcast so say oh, hello so you're here <laughs> yeah. oh my god yeah it's like a dream come true it really is man i mean i've been listening since day one to you guys and you know while I'm painting, just pop you guys on when I can sometimes listen to the same episode two, three times. Oh, cool. Just as a, yeah, as a way of uh, timing myself almost with how long I've been in a session. Right. You know? <laughs> uh, so you guys, I use you guys like a flashlight, basically. <laughs> you know, sometimes I, <laughs> sometimes I, uh, I just sit back. I mean, I got to say, you guys, even though. I don't know if you guys know it, but you guys are nothing but Freudian slips. I mean, I, I don't have a dirty mind, but um, Mike described his weekend as deep, clean, fresh. Uh, you're Tight. talking about yoga head? I mean, you can't beat yoga head. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, love you guys, man. Honor, uh, honor uh. here. Well, thanks. Well, if you don't know, you probably know Dave's work. If you don't know it, you may not know his name, but his work, you know, it's 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 big on, uh, on social media and, you know, he shows it galleries and we've been shown together actually for kind of a long time. Um, yeah. But, Almost uh, eight years, eight or nine years. Yeah. A lot he, happens in eight or nine I years. Know shit. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> But uh, actually, I went on when you were doing it. You started a podcast. I think I was your first guest on your podcast, right? Yes, you are. Yeah, you're my go-to guy every time. Anytime I need something, oh shit. But Dave's work. If you if you look him up, Dave McDowell. If you're listening to this, and you put a link on the description. Yeah, that's true. So that's oh, nice. you can find him. That's true. Thank that's true. You. But his work's incredible. I mean, it's so unique, totally different than what anybody's doing. It's kind of got like. It's like, uh, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like polit a lot of it is kind of political commentary, but not always political. It's like societal commentary and a lot of char amazing caricatures of people. Oh, my God. The Bill Cosby one you did is so funny yeah. and hilarious. That's the other thing about his artwork is so funny. It's probably one of the funniest, if not the funniest artist I know of as far as, you know, artwork that is humorous like i i uh i that the uh be have you seen the documentary beauty is embarrassing not yet no. oh you gotta see it it's about wayne, wayne white who's uh this artist and he's all about humor and the art and his artwork's hilarious he does these word paintings on thrift store he paints in words on thrift store paintings but it okay, um, was kickstarted too that documentary was kickstarted. oh yeah 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 that's inspiring that's right. as hell man and, when and you hear about things like this you, you got know? you got to see the documentary because he's all about a big a bit one of his big points is you know art can be hilarious and funny and right. you know and immediately you're the first guy i think of because yours is probably the funniest art i know of and always hilarious always cracking me up i mean well, that's the, thank you so much and man. brilliant um, brilliant brilliant work and amazing <laughs> technique as well aside from the humor and you know well, i'm starting to get good at compliments i mean <laughs> life is 
friggin' tough, man. So yeah. I'll take it for what it's worth, man. Thank you for uh, it, for looking at it. You know, and I'm grateful that anyone can actually see it. You know, yeah. I mean, it needs to get out there. Mm -hmm. um, it, art is just an expression of who you are. Like, if they're if you're old and boring, your art is probably old and boring. Yeah, that yeah that's what I always say. I mean? <laughs> so if you're funny, like I have, have a sense of humor probably given to me to ward off all this fucking weird shit, right. you know, just to mentally hold it in your head that you have to make a joke out of it because you got to be fucking joking because <laughs> life is can get so fucking mundane and just fucking weird that there's no way to even capacitate it sometimes, oh, yeah. you know? Yeah, it's, yeah, it can, and it could be horrifying and terrifying and everything, and it's like... Yeah, all at once, all at yeah, once. exactly, you and humor's a good way to, to cope with that, I think. Yeah, but, I mean, I knew that when I was growing up. I mean, I knew of all the things I've seen and all the, just the... The mathematics of it or the the something in the mix of it or the color of it was just on a frequency that was probably totally fucking dark mm -hmm. and totally uh probably fucking heartbreaking if you had a heart yeah and so humor man humor and escaping and visuals and escaping you know what i mean oh, yeah. if you're born with that you'll learn how to fucking paint or draw or sculpt or something to get those demons out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That or go crazy. You'll do that yeah, or you'll or go insane. Be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> be one man's crazy is another man's fucking, you know, yeah. <laughs> walk in the park. You know? <laughs> well, what, a, uh, you know, you, there, for me, there's two, I mean, you've got so many iconic paintings, actually. I mean, there's really iconic paintings you've done, especially during the, the whole, uh, last couple of years of right. politics and stuff. But, um, Man, you 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 gave you came over and gave me this painting that's so amazing, and it's like it's it's such a it's a it's amazing. It's a painting. It's the light. He totally got the likeness of me. It's like me all twisted with all my monsters coming out. And right. It's, it, I, I forgot the name of it. What's the name of it? Do you remember the name of it? It was I think like Superzar. Superzar. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Sabbath song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. It's and. Uh, so, so the, you know, of course, that piece is very dear to me. And then the one that Mike commissioned, right. that, that maybe Mike, you want to talk about that is that painting that sits. I have an <laughs> I have an easel in my uh, living room as like a it's an old easel of my dad's that I just kind of keep as a piece of furniture, and right. and and that's where my uh, that painting that Mike commissioned from you sits in my living room. So I love awesome. that, that painting. Is that is awesome. Thank you amazing. so much. You know, that was at a point in time for me where I, I actually had a little bit of means to work with. And I felt like I owed so much to you, Chet, because of what, you know, you had shown me of this world, allowing me into your life to be, the, you know, create this documentary about you. And I was like, I really want to get, I don't, I'm not a big like gift giver when it comes to typical, like I give people gifts for no reason. I'd much rather make up my own reason to give someone a gift than to follow some traditional, like, Mother's I am Day the or, yeah. like, oh, it's your birthday. Day or oh, it's, day or... it's Christmas. Yeah, that's just such nonsense. I don't need someone else to decide when to celebrate for me, you know? And so I like to just give gifts. But I felt like in that moment, I really wanted to like, I didn't even think you probably knew I knew when your birthday was, even though I was making a documentary about you just because you're so absorbed with your own world, you know? Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to get him something really cool. 
And and I also felt like I needed to commemorate this process of making that film because it was just that whole thing was such a, a wild ride and it really was an organic you know, the, the ride itself was really had it, its own idea of what it wanted to be. And we were kind of just like, you know, uh, instruments being played, you know. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the only person I could think of that could put that together was Dave. Because when I first, the first interview I did for I Like to Paint Monsters was with LC at Things. Space Gallery. And I had just picked up Misha McLaughlin at the airport, just been to LA for the first time, didn't even know that on my cell phone, on my little smartphone, that there was a mapping system on it at all. So I had all these like paper maps printed out yeah, of like you were, all you were the just, just, you I were was going to go between. Just getting into technology technology yeah. at that point. You know? Totally, totally. Yeah, so I was like, I had all the, I had like this tome of paper maps of like how to get to the airport to get Misha and then how to get back to the hotel and then how to get chats from the hotel and then how to get to Think Space Gallery from Chet's. And like, you know, I pick up Misha at the airport. He works for Mac. And he's like, well, you have an iPhone, don't you? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, well, fuck. <laughs> he like takes it and starts, you know, well, here's how you do it. I'm like, oh, wow. You know, the world opens up for you, you know? But anyway, the first place we land is Think Space Gallery. And I'm just, you know, I haven't shot a documentary in a decade. So I'm just kind of like herky-durky, you know? I unload all my equipment. I got this guy, Misha, don't really know him. Super cool dude. We go in there, you know? And I meet LC and I look around and what's the artwork? It's a solo show for this guy, Dave McDowell. And I'm looking around like, dude, this fucking stuff is like, <laughs> like it blew my mind. Right? It blew my mind. Equally as hardcore as Chet's blew my mind when I first saw Chet's and made me want to make a documentary about him. I mean, I was like gobsmacked and I was like, mm-hmm. remember looking at one that was like the what's in the box and it was uh, the oh seven one. Yeah, that, from that was series, so that was the series great. was hanging. And I'm that like one cracked me stuff, up like, when I saw it. I was laughing out whole, loud when I saw it. Oh, my God. That whole show. I was like, <laughs> I'm walking around. And LC, you know, he's busy, right? He's doing his, like, thing. And he's got all his people. So I'm kind of waiting. And I'm, like, walking around looking at his stuff. Like, you could get lost in one of these paintings for fucking hours. One painting alone. Oh, like, yeah. how could you even absorb all of these paintings? Because the level of detail and the level of multiplicity and layering, it's just, like, well, it blew my mind. I mean, I was blown away. That, totally blown away. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, I mean, that's a good segue into, uh, I mean, the thing, I, I watched Dave paint online um, and show like, prog- I've seen you show in progress shots like over a couple days and you fucking crank that shit out so fast. I can't believe it. Everyone thinks I'm fast. No, Dave's fast. It's like <laughs> yeah. Dave, la- Dave knows all of the values and the colors to use. And he just lays them in where I like go bank, bank and pick around until it starts working. But it's like, you, you must have an art education, right? <laughs> or an illustration uh, or something no, be- because no. no, really? No, oh, that's can, anything can be done. Oh it's yeah. Like learning I know to play guitar. You, you know what I mean? I know, but still your stuff is like, you know, you, I can tell as a painter that you don't, Futs around with it a lot. It's like you know right. where you're laying the colors down. You mix the colors right. and you put them in the right spot and you leave it. And it's then it looks you perfect. You gotta know when to, you gotta know beginning, middle, and end. Right. You can't just jerk off constantly without eventually something coming out. <laughs> so just do it, do it. Just fucking move on. Life is so fucking short, man. That the time that you're, it's almost a waste of time if that shit don't sell or if you're not getting off on it. So make it count. Make every fucking thing count. Even if it's the stupidest fucking idea, you better make it count. It may be your last, you know? So get into that zone. It's spiritual as fuck. When you're in that painting zone, like, Mm -hmm. you know it is. Because when you're doing it around other people, it's like 
they're watching a porn of you or something. It's so right. uh, personal and so captivating. Uh, yeah, and um, so so I appreciate I appreciate the kindness, man. I do those videos for other artists mostly, so they can tell me what the fuck I'm doing right. because I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> that's you know? a, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. That's like a uh, uh, prodigy kind of shit. I mean, so how did, how did, when did you start painting and, and well, I could always draw and I paint fucked around with watercolors and shit. That's another thing. Talent. If you got any talent, I don't care if it's fucking blowing ping pong balls out of your butt. It's a fucking talent. Cause I certainly can't do that shit. <laughs> so people worship talent. You know what I mean? Coming mm. here to LA, people throw the weirdest shit at you from body parts to things you could put up your nose the things you could put in your ass you know it's uh people so that scared the fuck out of me that made me withdraw like you have a power that can be exploited you can exploit it to the fucking moon but it's gonna kill you it'll probably kill you so i just stay at home man take me to the amusement park next time <laughs> what where, you know? where are you from where did you come from i mean where did you come from to L to la i was born in new york and then got married got pregnant, moved to Virginia, and that's when I started painting. There was death, my grandmother was dying. She died the same day that I got in that fucking U-Haul. Went down there, started a new life. My wife, ex, made great money. So I'm just like, I'm gonna be an artist. I'm gonna fucking paint. I know I can do it and start showing in galleries and make a fucking name for myself, maybe, and do this, do, you know, do it. It's that great awakening you have, like yeah. when everything's so fucking clear one day, you can't choose when it happens. But when it happens, you heed the call, that burning in your fucking gut. You know what I mean? Like you gotta yeah. do it. You got a calling or something, yeah, you know, yeah, and that's sure. and that's fucked up because it's a dichotomy because you're only fucking human. You don't know shit. How are you going to do it? What are you going <laughs> to do? So make up your mind first. You know what I mean? Make a plan. You write an agenda. Make a fucking, you know, like I give five years, you know, and then you listen to other people. Well, it's going to take about five years right. to fucking and oh, it's not your time and all this <laughs> shit. When it's like I'm fucking peaking here, why are you telling me it's not my time? I, and people still do that to this day. I, I, re I remember Gary um, when I first started showing, and he started showing my work, and I was just starting, just barely, you know, probably 2005, 2006. He's like, yeah, it'll take you about ten years. Yeah, to, to get to a point. Well, well, listen, 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 listen. He was right, though. It took about because he was like, you know, I, I worked with Chris Mars and he's probably kind of the closest thing there there is to what you're doing in this scene. And and, and he's like, I, I think it'll take about 10 years. And I was like, fuck, 10 years, man. But <laughs> but he was right. Because it was like, you know, 2016, 2017, things started actually picking up for me. Right. To, to where it, it really had, you know, it did click to a different level after 10 years. And I think the, the, the situation's different now for younger artists because people like us have are kind of, you know, uh, have, you know, paved the way in, in a sense, not that we're these great pioneers because there was the guys that came before us like Robert Williams and, you know, Bekczynski and Giger and Frazetta and right. all these people that, that kind of paved the way for us. But I think that it's not necessarily a ten-year issue anymore. But anyway, I thought it was—I uh, thought it was funny that he—he he kind of nailed that on me. It was almost like 
It was almost 10 years exact before things right, started clicking. I think it has to do with the perception of time, though, because when you're younger, like, you know, you're looking forward and you're like, 10 fucking years. Oh, my God. Now, you know, you get older and you're like, yeah, you know, 10 years actually isn't really that long. Right, and, you know, right. the older you right. get, the, the more perspective you have, the more evidence you have to draw your conclusions upon more observations you've been around longer so you start to be like yeah okay 10 years all right you know because it, you start to realize that 10 years yeah i mean when i look back at the past five years i'm like dude that went fast five years that was nothing yeah. and the five years before that went pretty fast too so those two together i mean that's that's 10 years you know what i mean but am i a completely different person now than i was then absolutely you know but i think that that's part of it too is that perception of the, the passage of time the way we value it based on our life experiences yeah yeah yeah, 10 yeah. years doesn't seem that long to me now, but then it's like 10 years. I'm fucking going to be 60 in 10 years. Right. And then well, what, are we, what are we talking about? We're talking about making a goal like mm -hmm. 10 years ago. And who made that goal for you? I think you made that goal. I think it's self-fulfilling prophecy probably 90% of the time. Right. We make our destiny. We know when to park the fucking car or to speed up or to where it's going. So I've been told five years, five fucking years later, I don't know what the hell's going on, but <laughs> did I make it? I, no, right. you know, Am I there yet? <laughs> unicorns and fly out of my ass. What the fuck happened? I'm here having a bad bowel movement. When is the good time to start? You know? <laughs> yeah, it's, that's, that's, you know, I was thinking about that the other day, you know, how you, you know, I was thinking how, uh, you know, if I would have looked at my career now, 10 years ago, I'd be like, oh, I made it. I made it. Right, and now right. that I'm here, I'm like, oh, I, I haven't made it to where I really want to be yet. And then I know right. when I make it to that point, I'm going to be like, there's going to be something else. It's like you right. never make it, I don't think. Where is it? Yeah. Where is that place? You got to fucking know first. Yeah, right. You got to know. Even right. if you can't see it, you got to feel it. You know what I mean? Do I want you know, fucking Playboy chicks and Coke on the fucking table and all that. Stuff. No, I'll probably want the same shitty mac and cheese that I eat. Right. The same fucking <laughs> ugliness that I get off on. Life ain't going to change. It's just it's going to be money and more problems. You right, know? right. Yeah. I just, you know, I, when, when my debt's paid off and I could actually save money, to me, that's when I make it. Even right. if it's a small amount of money every month. Then I'll, yeah. then, then I'll really, that's my goal. That's always kind of been my goal. Oh, I see bigger things for you, man. Wow. You know what I mean? I see if I was in you, you know, I hate when people say that shit because <laughs> it sounds so spiteful or resentful. Well, if I had your talent, I'd be fucking rich. How comes you're not fucking rich? You know, like, Fuck you. What a backhanded compliment. I'm just saying, I, out of envy, probably, which is a sin, um, <laughs> Yeah, if I had you, man, I'd be on the fucking phone. Give me you for five fucking minutes. I'll change your life. I'll get on the phone with every fucking contact. Say, yep, claymation movie. Now we need a budget. You know, yeah. let's not kickstart it. Let's go right to the fucking Harvey Weinstein or whatever the fuck. You yeah. know, I know you. Or not going to Harvey now. Weinstein. Well, no. <laughs> no, we should. No, I know. I know. Well, the, the thing is, you know, that's it's uh, being in, from the film industry, it's, it's, right. it, it is a little bit. You know, it's not that easy. You know, it's not like, a tremendous grasp, though. Like right, that, right. Uh, I am scared kid, Greg Cariola. He made it. You know what I mean? He could make one. You know what I mean? Or yeah. it's just another form of branding and marketing. Mm -hmm. And I want to see your shit 
go right to the fucking moon, dude. If anyone deserves it more, <laughs> right? Oh, thank you. Thank God for Mike. And thank God for you know what I mean? all the people who surround you are a positive force. You know? Yeah, it's uh, it's it's great. It's, yeah, it's amazing. It's great. It's just you know I've always felt like I remember. Uh, I think I was I think it was this Rush documentary because I'm like a big Rush fan. And um, uh, they said they were always overreaching, like they're always going, try, you know, wanting more than they were capable of hand, handling. And I feel right. and I remember when they said that in that movie, I was like, I feel the same way. Like I'm always getting trying to reach the thing ahead of me. And I'm not really good about being patient because a lot of, you know, a lot of success, I think, is waiting you know, laying out your plan, having your plan, laying the foundation, and then waiting for things to finally catch up to you or things, the timing to be right or whatever. And so I've never been one to just kind of like sit and wait, which is kind of, you know, I've been forced to many times because sometimes you just got to wait. There's like a gestation period for things, you know? So I'm always, but I'm always antsy and kind of pushing and pushing and I don't know. Well, it's like a, it's like a Bowie in your soul that just bobs up and down like a fucking cork. And sometimes when it goes whoa, whoa, out of fucking control, <laughs> that's when you know. See, we manifest these things in our life. We pace ourselves as to when oh, I'm going to paint a fucking masterpiece. I know. I don't know what the fuck it is, mm. but this painting, the next painting that I do is going to get me famous in fucking Florida or some shit. And you can do it. You do it. You <laughs> yeah. manifest those gifts. Yeah. You know, so sometimes the soul or spirit needs a little uh, barometer. Like, listen to your friends. Listen to what they're telling you. Right. Listen to open your ears to the I universe. Know. That's the hard thing. You, that's you know? that's the hard part too though because you've got all kinds of information coming at you from all different directions and you're like okay i'm more than willing to just let everything go and take someone else's advice but you've got a bunch of people giving you all this different advice then you've got the universe giving you weird synchronicities and you're trying right. to figure out okay which is the one i'm supposed to take you know because like the like this Patreon thing that's working out well for me, that was recommended me to me a year ago. And it took me all this time to kind of get in on that. And I'm like thinking, I wish I would have done this a year ago. You know, things would be so much further along, but I didn't listen at the time or it seemed, it didn't seem right for me at the time. And you know, it's, it's, it took, took I think a lot of it is you're only human, dude. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? That's the thing. And it's like, you don't know when to, and you're blocking shit out because there's so much information coming in. Right. Uh, I know a lot of people who meditate. They get off on that. I, mm -hmm. for one, it scares me. I don't want to lose touch with the only fucking thing I got, which is my brain, <laughs> you know, or my soul. Like, holy shit, someone stole my fucking soul. You know, <laughs> it, it happens. It happens. Um, um, yeah, you you manifested that. You did that. And when it get when it gets too noisy. Listen to your fucking heart. I know it yeah, sounds corny yeah, and crazy, but you got to block everything out of this fucking maniacal, loud well, system. That's the trick is is learning to listen to your heart and learning to hear what that sounds like. Right. Don't get me sick. Don't make this the musical version of the book. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, Chet, hey, Mike, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> you know, that'll be the best podcast. All right. So I, I want to know uh, more about your process, you know, how you, okay. how you, you know, the typical questions we ask artists, but I, I just find it, you know, the, the thing about Dave's work is it's like, like Mike was saying, it's so multi-leveled. 
it's really the closest thing I can think of, not that you guys are the same really at all, other than in this uh, one. Um, We're all the same, man. We're all, you know what I, I mean? I know, but but you're, you know, you're definitely in a class by yourself and, and very unique. But, but well, it so does, the thing dude, is, Dave, Dave you are, in my opinion, you're like, you're like what Primus is to rock in the dark art and <laughs> yeah, in pop surrealism world. You're like the Primus of the pop surrealism, dark art kind of good, like lowbrow world because you, you, there is nobody else that's doing anything like what you're doing. And it's, and it really does cross all those lines. And so it's really interesting in that way. Well, thank yeah. you for loving my big brown beaver. Um, what I was going to say is that multi-level thing and the be, being able to get lost in a painting and, and seeing all these little like jokes in there is right. it, it's, it's similar to, uh, it reminds me to Robert, Robert Williams work, you know, right. Robert Williams stuff you could just look at for hours. And, um, I, I just I, I love that I, I about guess, uh, your work, you know. Is that, um, I see. I I think I could do Robert Williams. Like when you set your site out, like oh, I can cop this person's fucking style in one painting. You know what I mean? Let me do that. That'll be fun. Mm. I can wrap up your entire fucking career and everything that you know if I study the fuck out of your shit and then emulate it. You know, so I could do Robert Williams, but right. he's not saying he's talking his 1950s shit. His happy days shit, you know what I mean? To me, uh -huh. but the guy's, you know, fucking technically skilled as fuck. And mm -hmm. I love the fact that he provides social commentary sometimes. Right. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's so wacky. What the fuck? It's a, right. some hyperbolic well, yeah, you need to, dream. You, you need know? it explained <laughs> sometimes. Right. <laughs> so my main thing is to tell the truth. Right. Oh, just tell nothing but the fucking truth. My truth. It may not be, or someone else's truth, you know? So when people get pissed at me, like, oh, you fucking love Hillary. Why are you painting Hillary? It's like, because I think she's the lead witch in the satanic cabal of the universe. That's why I'm <laughs> obsessed with her, you know? She fucking looks just like my mom. She looks like the mom, and she eats babies, you know? That's why I'm fucking, I love her. I love that she's so fucking evil, you know what I mean? Uh, it's like loving a Sabbath song. Is Sabbath evil? But well, to some people, it is. It's right. like with the. I'm sure you've had the nicest fucking things, but I'm sure you've heard the worst fucking things. Like you're going to hell. Oh, yeah. Put the fire and fury, fucking brimstone bastards come out and they try to cut you down and do a fucking. I mean that shit happens, right? Right. I mean. Oh, I'm sure it happens with you too because you're kind of you yeah. you you don't really. Um, uh, you don't seem to favor any one person to right. you. It seems to you they're all just these crazy characters in in reality. Like us, yeah, like yeah, us. right. They smoke weed, they drink, they're they're happy in their sins. Mm -hmm. One person says is wrong, another person is like, "Fuck you! This is one life to live, baby." You know, we're right. gonna do this. You know, yeah. so just to start with, in the process, the first thing, what do I selfishly get off on? What mm -hmm. do I selfishly want to see? For for me, you know, I want to see Hillary shitting on somebody, or I want to see, uh, you know, whatever. I, like what I think is fucking funny, right. you know. And sometimes it's other people's truths, no matter how idiotic or weird or lying. They're fucking liars. Mm -hmm. They completely lie to your face. I'll paint them. No problem, Obama. <laughs> Hell yeah. I won't pay no bomber right now. Yeah. <laughs> because it's the illusion of life. It's the illusion of 
good goody two shoes. It's the illusion that we all play this character. All the world's a stage, right? Right. So everyone's a fucking character, you know. And some people are good actors. Some people are bad actors. Right. You know what makes a good movie? Good it, actor. You know. Do you, so? Do you do you feel like that's your your overall overarching statement with your work? Yeah. Yeah, at the and sometimes it's for money reasons. Sometimes it's like, well, you got this Lebowski show, right? So we fucking sell, and then I'll throw in whatever, right? Know, right. Obama dressed as Lebowski. It fits the theme, and I'm sure nobody else is going to do that. So right. it would be original. <laughs> and then if it don't sell, I'll consider it a failure and throw it in the fucking corner. What can you do? You know, but you showed. You, you know, show up. Right. That's all. That's life. Just show up. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, do you, are you painting like every day? Yes. So I you, got to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got. And I just got to. I it came to a certain point in my life where something clicked, where it was just like, instead of worrying about why is this up, why is this down, why is this upside down, instead of even caring what the fuck it was, do the one thing that you're fucking put on earth for, and do it as fucking good as you can. I could fail at everything in life, every fucking fall over shit, drop shit, drop the baby on, you know what I mean? Do the, <laughs> just stumble and be a blubber fucking nothing. But I got this one gift. You know what I mean? Don't, right. I'm not going to fool myself that I got three or four because that's blasphemy. But if you got one gift, <laughs> use it. Man. If you marry a hot fucking playboy wife, what are you going to do with her? Sit around and watch TV? No, you do something with it. You know? <laughs> so what, what was your... I just want to get to you know uh, a, a little a, a little less little off the esoteric angle and 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 I want to know uh, when you what year you moved out here when you started showing what was your first show how you kind of got to start in this scene it was uh, some bad actor guy he saw my shit on MySpace he's like oh, if you pay me five hundred dollars I'll uh I'll, I'll hook you up with galleries and I'm like no way really yeah. Uh, I think you probably heard of this motherfucker. What's his name? AMF. <laughs> a- 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 uh, I don't want to oh, say. Oh, 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 yeah, 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 I, I, yeah. I, yeah. That guy's a- long a- gone. <laughs> He's long gone. I, I made my money back. That's he hooked good. me up with Andrew Hosner, fucking like right. within a week, and. Oh, my ex was like so pissed. Like, why are you paying? Why are you paying to play? I'm like, this is my only chance. I see so many fucking great artists out there right. that aren't showing or you'd never know of. I don't want to be that guy. I want to be fucking seen if I'm going to waste my time doing this. You know what I mean? I want to do something. I want to make movies. I want to do all the shit you thought of when you were a little kid. You know what I mean? Make those dreams come true. Like I, ever since I saw Dawn of the Dead when I was fucking 12. Yeah, me too. theater i thought oh i want to be tom savini dude yeah you know what i mean but i never went that way life wouldn't let me go that way right you know i figured i needed to be an artist more he's an artist right, right. i mean so you know you, you pick and choose your battles that's, you know? that's funny because that's one of the movies that got me into specifically into makeup effects after seeing that it was that yeah. and i was how old are you you like my age I'm about your age. Okay, yeah, yeah, because I think I saw that when I was about twelve, and right. yeah, and it completely changed everything for me. It was like, ah, oh, I got to know how they do this stuff. I got to do, I got to do this stuff. That and the Howling, because they came out yeah. like around the same time. Those things just, Bob those Bolteen. two, yeah, those two movies just completely got me into, fully committed to, 
to makeup effects. They and- had it then. They had it. They already had it down with the practical makeup. Oh, Look yeah. at fucking Walking Dead. You know what I mean? That's, yep. that's nothing new. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? They're just, you know, they're, they're, you know, they're, they do some great stuff on Walking Dead too. But it's, no, like, I like this, their tributes. I like yeah, their Bernie yeah. Wrightson tributes and sometimes hints to Dawn of the Dead yeah, and yeah, Night yeah. and So it's like, it's a geeky fan shit. Yeah. <laughs> totally. yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned Dawn of the Dead. You got to do a Dawn of the Dead painting. I did Debo of the Dead, Debo from Friday, which is this fucking head, like the logo. It's a Debo of the Dead. Oh, really? Do a straight <laughs> Dawn of the Dead, dude. You know what I mean? But it would have to be something, some twist to it. Right. You know? right. That's, you know, but that's the, one of the things I really like about your work, too, is the twist. Because, like, even yeah, in the situation yeah. where I commissioned you to do the painting for Chet, you know, for his birthday, it was like, all I told you, all I gave you were these dashboard GoPro cam shots of me and Chet in the car. That was it. And I was right. like, oh, and I wanted to be like fear and loathing kind of like, and that was it. That was all I gave oh, you. Really? And you really? came I had up no with idea. the whole slogan. He came I didn't up with know the slogan. that. He came up How? with all the characters. He came up with, all I said was like, I want Chet and me, you, Chet like Benicio, me like uh, Hunter, you know, or not Benicio, but the the attorney. You know what I mean? Me like Hunter, and then that was it. And he came up with all the rest of it because I just gave him free reign. I wanted him to do his Dave yeah. McDowell thing. I wanted the Dave McDowell magic. You know? Yeah, thank you. Uh, one thing to say about that: you were in talks about it, like maybe two weeks before Chet's birthday. And you, you explained it to me just like you explained it to Chet. And you know, you want to know my selfish thoughts, like. Oh man, you know, I need money really. You know, I need money. And I'm like, oh, can you pay me or something? And you you did, you pay me. It's like it's not a blowjob if it's no money is passed along. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. You need that one little, you know, you need the rubber. I didn't have a rubber, you know. So thanks for the rubber, dude. <laughs> um, and really it was for you. You know what I mean? Because of you know, I'm so proud of you guys, man. That was my way of going through, like a th- third party, like, tell Chad I love him. You know what I mean? <laughs> tell Chad I love him, too. You know, can you do that? So it was through you. You were the conduit, you know? And uh, it worked out great. But it took, I think it took like two days. You know what I mean? That's just insane. Like, yeah, just because it was a time thing. You're like, shit, when's this birthday? Oh, shit, oh, shit. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I think I was painting up to that morning before That's we crazy. got in the fucking car, you That's know? Crazy. <laughs> That's awesome. So, yeah, yeah. Right, do you paint in oils or acrylics? Acrylic. Okay. So it yeah. dries, fast. dries fast as hell. Yeah. By the time it got to your house, it was dry. Yeah. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. You know? I know. That's the one thing I, I love about acrylics. But I've got I've got a technique to where I, I can get my oils dried, layers right. layers dry, like sometimes in an in an hour or even thirty minutes if 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 I set it up right. But, Results are fucking phenomenal, dude. Keep man. doing what you're doing. You know what I mean? <laughs> Keep doing, keep it oily, dude. You know. Yeah, yeah. But you know, acrylics kind of get under. It's weird how there's that. There's like a prejudice. I've heard people say, "Oh, I do acrylics, but galleries want oils." And it's like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. It doesn't matter if you added water or if you people added. People are oil. using cement. They're using blood. They're using yeah. There's yeah that, coffee. Yeah, the, Vincent. Uh, 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 what's his name? Vince uh, Castiglia. Vincent Castiglia is his documentary is coming out called Bloodlines, and he paints right. in blood, and it's like. Right. You know, how and is that's, that alone is a gimmick unto itself. Like I painted fucking ham and cheese sandwiches. Right, yeah, yeah. You got to pay a lot of money for it. And it's, gotta, and it's all, it's all valid. You know, it doesn't, right. I, I don't get the medium being like a, 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 
especially with digital, you know, digital artists kind of get screwed the most right? because there's Photoshop. not, cause there's not uh, I guess, cause there's not a technically an original piece, but you know, it's still painting. It's painting, you know, it's there's snobbery everywhere. It's yeah. so tribal in this business. Everyone's like, well, I do this. Well, fuck you. I do this. Right. And they're p- pissing on each other. You know, yeah, I hate right. that shit. I hate it. Yep. You know? Yeah. I just, I mean, I, I went into oils because I wanted to, I wanted to try it because my dad always painted in oils and it, and it, right. and it, Beautifully. And, and yeah, he was amazing. And, uh, I, one thing I had this kind of connection with oils because so much of my life had been spent as a makeup artist that I was using, like back in the day, I was using grease paint and grease right. paint. You blend, I remember painting, uh, you know, doing makeups, Halloween makeups, movie makeups, using grease paint and kind of blending everything and thinking, wow, I bet this is like oil paints. And so, right. That, so right there was this sort of like a familiar familiarity I had with with the you, medium uh, already. You found your box. You found your box of crayons. Basically. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. found your fucking tool in order to emulate what's in your heart, what's inside of you, out into a tangible existence. You found your fucking perfect tool. Yeah, exactly. yeah, uh, yeah. I figured out how to work that crazy stuff. So, and it, and it works for me. But and I, it's I, all meant to be. I when never. You, when I say grease paint, what do you, what food, what, you know, what do you visualize as grease paint? You know oh, I mean? the synesthesia yeah. thing? Yeah, yeah. Uh, grease paint, that's a good one. Um, grease paint. Because it's such a part of you. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. No, there's definitely a flavor to grease paint. It's like, it's yum, a greasy, yum, it's, yum. A, it's a greasy flavor. It's like having lipstick on or something. Right. <laughs> it's awesome. That's fucking awesome. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, you're going to go paint now, honey? Yeah, time to jump, jump into the fucking grease paint, you know? I did think of a good one. A total side note. I was telling Mike, oh, we got to do the, the word of the... The, the synesthesia word of the episode and I'll and I'll come up with a new word every every week that I haven't thought of and there's a good one from the other day that I thought of out of nowhere rent tastes like bacon really strongly <laughs> wow. makes no sense that's a good one because it makes absolutely no sense so it rent, does. Who's, who's bringing home the bacon that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I guess I mean? there you go. It I is. guess so. It's, That's exactly what I was thinking. It's a, you know how many people love fucking bacon? It's like a god to them. You know? It's terrifying. Yeah, there is like a cult behind it almost. Yeah, it's the weird. Cult of yeah. Bacon. And that, and that brings it to like the Catholic Church, like eating my flesh. You know what I mean? I mean, bacon's kind of like flesh. You know what I'm saying? I oh, mean, yeah. there's something to it, you know? <laughs> It's like people who eat foreskins and shit. You know what I mean? There's oh, dude. Honestly, people. <laughs> I, Joy and I were watching this show on Netflix that was like, uh, it was one of the you know true crime serial killer shows that we watch. And it was all about the cannibal guy in Germany and that whole entire thing. And I don't, I mean, I'm not going to go into all the details, but it was like, you know, there are certain things that you watch and, and you're uh, very rarely am I shocked because I consumed a lot of that material, but it was like, we were watching it and they, you know, this guy filmed this whole event and all he wanted to do was just kill this guy so that he could eat him because that was his thing. That was just all about eating people. The other guy, he just really wanted some to cut his penis off and so they they paired up right because it was like a match made in heaven right it would work out (laughs) what he wanted the other guy go what he wanted and they filmed it because they wanted to be exonerated they did a problem the guy that's german in germany at the time cannibalism wasn't illegal so he was like okay this will work out i'll just kill this guy because he basically he'll bleed out after i chop him chop off his penis 
And then he'll, you know, I'll be exonerated because I can then eat him safely. It's not illegal. So they went through with the whole thing, right? Guy gets caught at the end. Now, I didn't, you know, they don't show you the footage, but obviously the jury had to see the footage, you know, the whole footage. And they tell all about it and how horrible it is in excruciating detail. And again, I won't go into all of that. But the point is, is that it was like the things that people go to, you know, the lengths that people are willing to go to to do things, you know, like, and it's just like, I'm rarely shocked, but man. I can't even like you had me watch that gringo show and that was kind of shocking, but that didn't even rate compared to the right. cannibalism chop off my penis, you know, <laughs> duo match made oh. in everything. and he did. He consumed that whole guy and he got away with that part of it. But basically they got him on murder because he had the guy in the bathtub and he was bleeding him out and the guy was complicit, but then it was taking so too long. Weird. So he ended up cutting the guy's neck. So then he was complicit for murder. So he, you know, he, oh my he God. sabotaged him in the whole process i don't even know how we how got the on hell do we get up well, how, how could you screw that thing up he only had one fucking job you know <laughs> the guy's dick off. give it some time bro you know? <laughs> you know what they said okay i gotta say one more thing though so gross they, in the midst of all of it i guess they tried you know he tried to hack it off but the the cleaver was too dull so they weren't able to achieve it with the first whack so he comes back with a sharper one right does the job I guess the guy screams for like 30 seconds just intensely. And then when it's over, he's all, it didn't hurt bad enough. And he was admonishing the <laughs> Can't other have your guy. It needed to be more painful. And it wasn't, you know, painful. Never happy. Enough. Never, no <laughs> one's ever fucking happy. No good no, deed goes unpunished. No. <laughs> well, oh my that's God. shocking, right? No, that's shocking. So if you start watching that shit, you become desensitized to it. Like some people do like to drink blood. They're, it's they're not screaming it in the streets, but there are people who like that. You know, maybe they grew up around that. Maybe that's part of their spirituality and or like uh, foreskins. People like, why does the Catholic Church that. do that? And why are they doing that? They don't need to do that. Right? <laughs> and the baby is totally complicit. It's like, where's I want my fucking foreskin back. The Catholic Church stole my fucking foreskin. <laughs> what are they doing with it? You know they're selling that shit. You know they're selling that to politicians, celebrities. Well, they're supposed to be. I hear a new painting brewing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I heard that there's some kind of thing, like uh, uh, a, a new uh, plastic surgery. What do they call it? The penis the penis right where they're rubbing Some, it on their face like a youth cream you yeah know yeah I mean? it's like but yeah, it's like it's it comes works. from yeah it comes from uh foreskins or something which is yeah fucking insane isn't that and isn't that a fucking human rights violation <laughs> i mean I'm serious right <laughs> totally, i mean how could man. you fucking do that is that passed by the fda how you could, know what i mean come on yeah how could that's cannibalism it might as well be cannibalism yeah. why are you fucking with ca- baby dicks Come on, bottom line. You can't sound cool trying to, I rub baby dicks on my face. That's why I look so young. It's like, what the shit, she's 70? Sometimes she's fucking 30. You know, so it does work. I mean, if you see that spirit cooking That's some like Elizabeth Bowdery shit. Yeah, it works. That shit's been going on. It still goes on to this day. Guarantee. There's some artist who, Maria, Marina Albramovich. Yeah, man, she's into that shit. She's like a hundred and fucking 200 years years old she looks like she's 50 you know <laughs> and that's part of her art is blood semen uh menstruation fluid writing it on the walls cutting your finger um it's a whole ritual <laughs> and shit so anyone so, who hangs out with her 
Stay the fuck away from her. Trust <laughs> but, so, so Dave, but you you strictly paint with with no semen, just acrylic, yeah. Yeah, I, Dan, if you, this place is a crime scene, I'm telling you. If someone comes in here with one of those blue lights, I'm just <laughs> under the channel. You know what I mean? Hey, you gotta, you know, functions. Shit comes out. You know what I mean? Shit comes out. <laughs> So what 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 do you what do you got going on right now? Do you have any shows lined up or? or, or? No, I think man, it's like you know when space. Start, no, no, no. When people, no, no. That that's tremendous. When some gallery is, it's almost like cult like. When galleries are almost cult like, sometimes you walk in, there's this kind of vibe. Sometimes you walk in, it's that kind of vibe. Like certain galleries, it's just like. They talk down to you, or they look at you like you're a fucking insect. Mm -hmm. Or some galleries are just like, "Holy shit, a Shangri-La! Everyone's so fucking nice." You right, know, right? There's some rooms you walk into that you just back the fuck out of, like, no fucking way. Yeah. You, the vibration you get. Um, no, they got good vibes, but be wary of anyone who's like, "My family, hey, you're part of the family." Well, unless you're giving them money. You're probably not part of anyone's family unless <laughs> you love them or, you know, but when you just keep giving and giving and giving, thinking that's part of the game, that's right. not part of it. You got to keep some cheese to yourself. You got fucking kids, you know? So yeah. uh, choose your masters. Choose you who you're in bed with. Look, Choose who you look up to because you may be wrong. You know, choose wisely on your path because ultimately it's your fucking path. Is nobody else's path. Don't let nobody tell you what to fucking do. You do what you want to do, man. That's why you're here. You know what I mean? We all walk single file into hell or heaven or whatever. You can't bring them with you. You can't take them with you, you know? Yeah. You can chop their dicks off, but yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Well, that's why, I, I, you know, one, one of my big things is I tell young artists, don't sign any contracts that say you can't show somewhere else for a right. year or whatever, unless they're paying you a shitload of money. Right. Because, and you know, calories, they, they're cutting their own dicks off because I'd love to show like Lelouz does that. I think right. like there's the one artist, Van Arn or Van something, uh, a friend of mine, Van Arno. terrible with names. Van Arno? Uh, not, oh, no, it sounds like Van Arno. Oh, okay. Oh, that Von Sorrow, his name is. Oh, really right, right, right. Good, dude. And he, I'm like, show your shit. And he's like, oh, I can't. I got, I got to wait. You know, I, I tried. I'm like, show what thanks, space. Show a copper, dude. Get your shit out there. He's like, no, I'm under contract with it. I'm just like, for the life of me, I cannot understand why they're caging you. You're, they're silencing your fucking voice. You well, know you, what I mean? Yeah. I mean, we got the thing is, like, we got to fucking eat, man. And when a gallery right. is like, Take says, okay, you can't show anywhere for a year. They expect you to just sit there and what borrow money from your family or something. You better no, be making, it. you Bite better, the bullet. yeah, you better be making me money. You know, I, I would right. probably never sign a contract like that. Like I said, though, unless I was getting like enough money that I would need every year to upfront or at least in, you know, doled out. That's, well, I did that with things based. They'd be like, oh, don't show there. Hey, I'm going to show with uh, Copro. It's like, yeah, I saw that. You should only put five pieces because basically what you just did was a mini solo and that don't fly. You're decreasing your fucking value. I'm trying to up your money and net worth uh, by perceived art fucking variables and i'm a genius with the marketing aspect so you do as i tell you or i'll you'll never work in this town again or something like they got you by the balls these untalented hacks who are making money off of talent 
are using it. It's like Hugh Hefner making money off a of pussy. You know what I mean? It's kind of a, it's a human rights validation. But see the contract shit. There's a soul contract too. Like you're my friend. You're my friend. No, you know what I mean. You gotta really watch out who your fucking friends are. Trust your fucking gut with that because that's what I say. I really don't have friends, even though I I have a billion fucking friends, but. Who I talk to, whatever right, you know right. what I mean. It yeah. complicates your fucking life because everybody's got a story. Everybody's got, and you're. I'm an empath, so I'm taking everybody's shit in, and I'm like, why do I feel like shit? It's like, oh, that's their fucking problem. You know what I mean? Right. That ain't my problem. You know, I think I'm a great royal friend to have. And if you live by that edict, you can do anything you want in life. You can do anything. All doors are open to you. There's not a fucking closed door. Yeah, especially here in LA that you can't walk into. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I think one, one thing about, uh, artists and, and galleries, the relationship there is that the landscape is changing like every day. So I don't buy that anyone's, you know, an expert on how to market because everything changes all the time. Every week there's a new thing. There's a new app. There's a new way of getting your artwork out there. So, um, you know, the galleries I work with, which aren't that many, really are, you know, they've got to kind of work with me and, and be flexible and let me do my thing because, you know, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be hitting you up every month for money for my bills for artwork that you haven't sold. So you right. got you got to let me do my thing and then try and right. make, try and make my own way. And so I've, you know, I've been fortunate that I haven't. You know, I've I've only committed myself to galleries that I feel like are on the on the same uh, you know uh, mindset as me. As far as you know, let's be reasonable. We both got to make a living here. How can we both right. both do this and coexist peacefully? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. it's uh, yeah. a spirit knows a spirit. You know what I mean? You're yeah. only going to work with people that you fucking trust. Right. I mean, I've I've worked all my life with people that I don't trust. See, if you're looking for a distrust or unloyalty or ugliness, you don't really got to look too far, dude. Look in the mirror if that's the case. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You don't need to. If you're looking for that shit, I'm not looking. I don't care if you're a fucking slime ball. I don't care if everyone in fucking Hollywood tells me stay away from that dude. He gonna fuck you up. He gonna be. I, I'll <laughs> I'll learn it for myself, and then you find out that hey, you were right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but what the fuck are you gonna do? You know, as long as the romance had some fruit to it, I don't care. Right. As long as I'm happy, you happy, cool. You know, you gotta break a few eggs to make a fucking omelet. Cool, everybody's happy. But a being, I love your galleries where you show. It's always kismet. There's always some spiritual event where it's surrounding him sometimes, which is interesting. And uh, <laughs> oh, you're you were showing that. The best places to show, and you're doing it for yourself too. Oh, you know, you're doing your own thing. You don't need a gallery. You know, that's why. Are you showing anywhere, Dave? I want to, kind of, but no <laughs> one's. You know what I mean? And if that's that's cool, that's cool. I'm paying for myself. Everything's right. selling through fucking collectors or whatever. It finds its way. You know, 
uh, no ego involved with it. Like right. when you first start showing and it's like, you got to show, man. You know, Sean Barber said, like, take every fucking job. He said that when you're starting out, take every fucking job, you know, mm -hmm. and you get these edicts in your head like this is how it's supposed to be. And then you go to galleries and there's people that you wouldn't give two fucking shits about. And that you got to walk up and be like, great show, man. Or, you know, <laughs> or people who walk up to me, great show, like so insincere. It's like, why did they do that to themselves? They didn't have to do that. Yeah. You know, it's like soul suckers and people play on some other level that is not based in reality whatsoever. And they, they, they you're out there like me. You know, there's been times where it's like, I got to stare at the fucking door because I'm being approached by fucking people who don't give a fuck about me mm -hmm. you know asking me all these questions and it's like i gotta all right that's it you snap and you fucking just walk toward that door and no matter if people are screaming your fucking name or what it gets crazy man you know what i mean if you put yourself out like there like that sometimes it depends on the setting yeah you, know, yeah. you don't take acid when you're bombed right right you know what i mean <laughs> you, you gotta be in the right mood right <laughs> sometimes it's a fucking cattle call sometimes there's uh, witchery going on or too much drugs or everyone they agreed or all that <laughs> shit you know it's like i know what people are into i see their art like anyone who paints naked kids stay the fuck away from me you know what i mean <laughs> see that, you know those artists who paint naked little people right yeah what the fuck i are think you so going, dude what the <laughs> fuck is in your mind you know yeah if you're painting from a space that space i don't want to be in your fucking space right. you know what i mean yeah, you got you judge people by the cover by a book by its cover most of the time, which is wrong. You know what I mean? No one really knows you unless you show yourself to them. You know, we all got our masks and shit. You know? Yeah. Well, I I mean, back to the uh, the the gallery thing. I I guess that's that's one of the reasons I kind of stuck with Copro is because right. they've all they've all they've never said. They've never once told me don't show at that gallery, even if it's a gallery they're not into. They're always well, like, you know, the naked kid painter. I did a parody of one of those artists who paint naked kids, and that most gallery said I showed it, but I didn't put it online. And I'm thinking, what the fuck? I, no one's gonna buy it then. You know what I mean? He's like, well, I didn't want to insult aforementioned artists. I'm like, what? You didn't want to fucking take money out of the guy's pocket because he's selling prints and shit. You know what I mean? It's like you saw it. You saw that painting. You know, uh, Luke Cho saw that painting. You guys reached out to me, said, "Wow, that was a fucking great painting." You know, right. but there's politics. There's fucking mm. politics. Everybody's about their fucking wallet. You know, and it's sitting on the artist. That's why if you have a free voice, prepare to be silenced. You know what I mean? You better know that that's going to happen. You know you're going to lose. You got to get used to losing. Just lose. Lose 10 times and then worry about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's a good quote. Lose yeah. 10 times and then worry about it. It's <laughs> all yours. Go for it. Yeah. I, 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 uh, yeah, that's, you, you said a mouthful. I, I mean, I, I, I've, I've just tried to surround myself with people that, are trustworthy and kind of share my values and are good people and right. i've let a few in here and there that were the opposite of that because i because they because they bullshitted me but um right. for the most part i've been pretty good about it and, and it's kind of something that happens 
you know, you learn over time how to see the right. bullshit and, you know, but that's well, they're there to yeah, learn from. They're yeah. there to learn from. That's all. Yeah. And, uh-huh. and, and it's sort of like, that's, that's the, um, that's the, the price of admission is that you have to open yourself up to bad people and people that aren't going to look for your best interests in order to get the good ones. So it's like, that's just kind of like a job hazard in a way. You know? It's a life hazard. Yeah, it's a life, life hazard, right? Life lesson. You know, it's you can name that. You could replace that word with any friends, neighbors, right, houses, right. cars, relationships, marriages, prostitutes, uh, whatever you wanted or thought you wanted at that time. It brings those people towards you, and then you realize, like, what the fuck? I don't want to be this person. I don't want to be other people to see me as that because I'm being that selfishly. So you take a turn. You people teach you and mold you and guide you as to they're building your boat. They're helping you build your boat right. so you can sail easier. You know? Yeah. And I think the key so, the key is to reward those good people. For right. help, for it's, helping yeah, you. Don't be selfish. Right. I do that all. I feel so fucking bad when I see nice heroes, people doing art, heartless, un, you know, the most beautiful fucking thing, like Make a Wish Foundation. All these beautiful fucking people, you know. And I'm like, damn, I should do more. I should give it all away. I should, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you got like, oh, to eat. You got to uh, eat. Uh, yeah. You got to support yourself. Get back to reality here. Well, yeah. and, and like you said earlier, Dave, you know, as you when you talk about gifts, it's like you also have to know your path. I mean, one your gift is like the tool that you go to on your belt that you carry on your path, and everybody has to kind of know, you know, or at least try to find if they don't know what their path is. And if you're walking your true path, you know you're walking it. There's a, there's a feeling within you that is copacetic with that, and so you're vibrating on that level and that frequency. And I think that. If you're the person to do that job and you're not doing your job, well, then do your job. You know, if right. you are doing your job, then great job. Keep doing it. Right. Yeah. It's your choice is yours. You can choose to sit it out. You know, sit in the fucking sidelines. A lot of people, dead people, dying people say life wasn't too short. Life was too fucking long. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, wow, what kind of life did you lead, dude? <laughs> you know, live, live a life that where it fucking flies by so fast you don't know what happened. You know what I mean? Just keep going, keep fucking roar and run. That's that's my fucking roar and run. Keep move, keep it moving. You yeah. know, that's definitely how my life's felt, man. Hell yeah! It's just Hell like yeah. it's like a, a, a high speed car chase. <laughs> yeah, like- I vicariously lived through you guys. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm here fucking on my fat ass painting. And you're like, hey, what'd you do this? Hey, I went to the amusement park. I'm like, fuck. I wouldn't have done it if it wasn't for my grandkids, you know, it's right, like whatever it takes. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. Hey, you did it. You yeah, know? yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's good. That's, it's cool. It's cool. That's funny how, you know, those things come into your life when you need them. You don't, you didn't realize you needed, I didn't realize I needed two granddaughters. You know, I would right. have never thought in a million years that being a grandfather was cool in any way <laughs> right. or fun. But right. it's like it's been like the best thing that's happened to me in years. It's it's amazing. You know, it kind of makes me it just it's making me a more uh, fully realized version of myself. And it's making yeah, me more a, grateful. I, yeah, I noticed I mean? that, too. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel it's just it's what I needed at the time, and it and it's cool to be able to to. 
I don't know. I feel like I'm really giving them a lot, and and it's really rewarding. And but it's just something I never expected. So it's like you kind of got to just be open to new things coming in your life, and you got to trust that those things will show up when you need them. You know, the biggest spiritual uh, thing you can have is other people in your life. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Christians and Catholics think that God speaks through other people. And right. they do. Yeah, I've yeah. had strangers come up to me and be like, I'm going to go fucking kill him. And I'm like, dude, don't kill him. You know right. You know what I mean? And it's like, all right, you're right. After a 20-minute conversation, I'm like, did I just save someone's life? You yeah, know what I mean? Right. We're yeah. all here as a mechanism. You know? And so, hey, with the grandkids, it's like we got a coil inside of us. Sometimes you're like, oh, fuck, I got to go. You're so wildly tight that these gifts are given to you. Like, you can loosen your coil. Right. You can fucking breathe. Yeah, remember, you know I mean? yeah, you can remember what life is all about. You know, it's right. about having fun and you know enjoying I mean? yourself. And, right. you know, it's not, it's not Back all... Back in the day, you told me to fucking laugh. I'd say, fuck you. You know what I mean? <laughs> Don't tell me how to feel. You know, I'm this, I'm this because I'm me and all that pride shit, you know? Right, Kids right. and all that. Have a way of fucking wiping that out. Oh that, yeah, holy yeah. shit! Life is precious. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Uh, kids will make you uh, rise to kid. the. Yeah, kids yeah. Will make you kid. Yeah, you know. And they'll make remember you, when you were a kid. Hell yeah! They'll make you kind of rise to the occasion, or you know, be a horrible person and go the other way. But if it's like it, that's it, tough. It's like that's it's, a tough. One. Yeah, right. it, it's like uh, uh, you have nature to, versus nurture and shit. Right. Yeah, you, you have to kind of. Uh, it puts you in a position to where you're suddenly you're you're not all about you anymore. You know, you're you know, thinking we, we about them. We turn into our parents. We turn into our parents too. Oh, yeah. Somehow. Yeah. How the fuck that happens? But I'll be like, what the fuck? Clean this shit up. I just laid out these crayons. I'm like. Holy shit! Will you listen to yourself? You're turning into your fucking parents. You're not. You never wanted to be a screamer. Right. You never wanted to be that person, and it just comes out naturally. The shit. So you gotta like fix yourself. Yeah, you know what do, I mean. And, and you gotta be. You know, you gotta go with the flow of your natural. You know, the thing you are. You do become like your parents, and then you gotta go. Okay. Right. What were the shitty things they did, and what were the good things? Right. I want to do the good things that I don't want. Yeah, and I guarantee you did that list, the same list that they fucking did. You did too. Yeah, even yeah, if right. you didn't like it, you did it. You know, it's yeah. like, why is my mom sleeping with this black guy, and I'm sleeping with a black woman? What <laughs> or why is you know? It's like, wait a minute, they wrote the script. They tried to write the script, and I'm just following their script. I got to write my own fucking script here because I'm not that character. Right. You know. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all about finding yourself and. Life is crazy, man. Life is crazy, and your artwork really you. expresses that, that the insanity and the chaos and the humor of life. You know? Thank you, man. Thank you. I'm glad that you see, I'm glad that you see it. Uh, you know what I mean? I'm just doing it, and if there's an audience or people that, you know, say, hey, man, half the time I don't believe them. You know what I mean? Like, ah, they're just being nice. Like, I believe it when you say it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It means a lot. So thank you so much. Oh, yeah. It's a mutual admiration society, you guys, you know? Uh, yeah, I appreciate it. I, I you know, I, I, I feel like if the world was the way it should be and it wasn't fucked up, Dave McDowell would be a millionaire because that's, how good, that's how good his work is. But it's not meant to be that oh, way. Shit. Yeah. I don't well, really the, want that. I, don't I know. Want that. I know, but I'm just uh, saying, I'm just saying, the, it's to me the fact that people like uh, any of us really are not rolling in it. Is, is, what are we is, gonna is, go on Oprah? Yeah. Is that what you want? <laughs> no, 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 no. But you know, it's a to me, it's a symptom of how screwed up everything is, really, because you've got people that totally don't right. do anything, getting right. all the money. That's just 
you know, well, they're in that elitist group, the, of, you know? the Kardashians or whatever. It's yeah, like, they're in break. that elitist fucking satanic fucking it's, Illuminati it's, group where they choose their bloodlines. They're all fucking related to each other from the top to the bottom, you know, and they choose whatever Illuminati blood sacrifice fucking person. <laughs> Bring in Kanye. He'll eat the baby. Bring in fucking John West or whatever it's fucking, you know, I mean. Uh, you look at all of Hollywood, dude, the rich ones, they're the sickest fuckers ever on the planet to destroy mankind. You know, Tom Hanks, Oprah, Meryl Streep. Yeah, I, you know, we, each other. We, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I have, a, I have a different perspective having worked in the business uh, and I've seen okay. these people as people and so i definitely don't have that that, that view of the well, illuminati you, and stuff i'm sure you met a murderer <laughs> i'm sure you met the sickest most depraved people and they seem like the nicest fucking people i mean I, when I, we get behind closed doors who knows what the fuck goes on uh, you know that, that's I mean? that's true that's true but at the same token i've 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 had i don't know i've had a more intimate experience of that so i'm not right. I, don't, I don't really buy into that that belief but um it's a broad stroke. Yeah. Take out the baby eating and Illuminati stuff. And there's right. definitely a lot, of, a lot of, there's a lot of cold hearted, evil people in the business for sure. That's everywhere. That's a fact. Everywhere. Yeah. And it is everywhere, but it, it's, you know why it's there is because there's money there. And you know, usually where there's a lot of money, there's, it attracts all of the money. You want to find the sick shit. Well, it's, it's, I think the other the other key ingredient you start dealing with is there's a lot of abuse that's gone on there and there's a lot of mental illness going on there. That's and, right. you know, Gross. all of those things are really wrapped up. And you talk about people don't want to talk about things. Well, no one wants to talk about abuse and no one wants to talk about mental illness. And those things really drive a lot of all this. Stuff. Right. Yeah. What we're hiding behind is our biggest fears is exactly the machination of why it exists. I mean, if you say like, oh, pornography is bad. You're gonna go fucking watching pornography. You know what I mean? If I if I'm told something's bad, it raises my fucking antenna. Like, why is that bad? Heroin must be good. It must be fucking good because a lot of people are doing it. Right, it right. must put you in a place where you don't give up. I want to go there, mommy. You know what I mean? I want to go to that amusement park. <laughs> Stick a needle in my fucking arm. You know? And so. Too much good is bad, or too much good, or too much bad is you got to be a part of like these celebrities and shit. I'm just saying they were chosen. A lot of people like us are do have, and a lot of them do have real fucking solid talent. And that's why they're chosen because right. they could set an example. Like if Kanye comes out tomorrow and says, you know, it, it's kind of cool to chop up, chop up dicks. There's gotta be a lot of dick chopping going on. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it's it's yeah. it's that, that's one thing I'll tell you for sure. It is it is about connections and who you know. A lot of a lot of Hollywood. So absolutely. But like I said, like we were just saying, it's kind of like that everywhere. You know, right. it's like the way of the world. It's human nature, I suppose. But anyway, we got part of it's it's where our culture has evolved to at this stage in the game. Anyway, right. but yeah, Chad, I know what you're leading towards. It yeah. is. The time to end the episode. It's good. It's a, it's a, we're at an hour nine, which is great. And uh, hey. yeah, you were an amazing guest. Thank you, man. Yeah. That's awesome. Love you. Yeah. Life, life yeah, goes so on. Keep, keep doing what you're doing, man. You're inspiring so many people that you don't hear it every day. You don't, you know what I mean? Or yeah. someone says it, you don't take it to heart. But uh, <laughs> you, if you don't know, I hope someday you do know. You know what I mean? That's all I got to say. Well, I appreciate well, it, Well, you're doing... 
you're doing the same thing, and we're yeah. going to put a link up so that people can navigate their way over and find your artwork and go down that that Dave McDowell rabbit hole as well. Nice. David, do you do any kind of? Are you doing anything that you want to promote for like social media or anything like that that people can get behind to support what you're doing, or are you just playing the collector game? Oh, just reach out, reach out. I'll be happy to cool. help you in any way, form. You got relationship problems? I got you. You got. Problems fixing your fucking engine? I got you. I know a little bit about that. You know what I mean? Just reach out and let's make your dreams come true. You know what I mean? You have a vision of something. You want to see anything that pops into your fucking mind, I can pop paint it. You know what I mean? No sweat. I'm I'm here to help. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nice. And, and if you if you haven't seen his work, you know, like we said, we'll put up links. There's so much to go through. It's it's so yeah. voluminous. It's it's amazing, really, what you've done. It's incredible. Your body, Thanks, your body works incredible, and it's, you know, I just can't say enough good things about it. So, um, you know, you gotta go, go and see for yourself, and 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 you'll see that I'm right about this and about. Yeah, Diego. I gotta get on the Patreon. I gotta get. I gotta still work on that, man. Seriously, yeah. that's what I was wondering. That's why I asked because I was like, I, you need to have a Patreon. Yeah, you yeah. totally need to have a Patreon. You do well on there, I think. Well, it's a business thing, you know. It's like wearing too many hats. You know, you lose yourself. Like, holy shit, I've been on the computer all day. What the well, fuck? Hey Dave, yeah, I mean, hit, hit me up. I build them for people, so you and I could work work something out. Oh, okay, <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. It's it's you know when you if you set it up properly, it's not that much extra work than what you're doing okay. on social media. So it's um and people want it. You know, people want right. to know how you're doing stuff. They want to see you your process and. There's a market. I was market I'm scared. Play. You know what I mean? I thought like you had to have some Machiavellian type knowledge and all that. I'll no. get over that here. No, no, no. You, you, you. Patreon's made for a guy like you, I think. It is. Okay. It really right. is. That's what yeah. I was thinking too. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yes. And it's just money coming in every month. It's amazing. It's it's definitely changing my life right now. So. Perfect. All right, so we're gonna wrap this up, and thanks again, Dave. You were amazing. Your artwork's oh, amazing, guys. amazing. Thank Love you. you. And uh, Thank you. <laughs> Dave's Dave's throwing the horns in, in the video. It's a fast. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mike, for uh, for co-hosting with me. And uh, and uh, you want to say anything? Of uh, I think that. Anybody that's interested in Dave should check out his work and that that's all we need to promote at the end of the episode. So yeah. go go get some. Get some Dave. All right. Thank you everybody. We'll catch you guys next Wednesday. Thanks for listening. Oh wait, do we have any patrons? That's the only thing I didn't look okay. to see. Let me look at my list real quick to see if I've got any new uh, patrons to mention at the end here. Yes, because we have uh, we have a Dark Art Society Patreon that you can. The last one that I have on here was Spooky, and that was from last time. Uh, but yeah, I think that's it. So if there's anybody that pledged sometime in the last couple of days and you're not on the list, we'll mention you guys next time. Thanks again for listening. Damn, you guys. Did you hear that airplane? You hear that airplane going Yeah, it's like a, some kind of a sonic boom going on. They're bombing that. They're coming to bomb in the house after they, they've been tapping the phones listening to this interview. <laughs> yeah, put microbes in there so they keep sneezing and shit, you know? <laughs> they're right. watching. I'll talk to you guys later. Thanks. Later. Bye.